We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, we welcome you to the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, and it is a joy that you have joined us today. And we hope we can say something that would be very encouraging you today. That's our desire anyway. Hope you're having a great day. I started this series, uh, I think, uh, four. I think we did. We've had four episodes. This should be the fifth, probably the final, maybe the final one. But uh, we're looking at a thought out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, a biblical mindset. And uh, we're going to take the text uh, today out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 14. Look what the Bible says. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy which, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that they profiting may appear to all. Now, here's what I want to deal with today. We've looked at, you know, why we should have a biblical mindset, why we should be sound in the scriptures. But today I want to talk to you about we should have a biblical mindset because our minds are capable of receiving and processing and then storing tons of information. Now, I want you to think about that a minute. The way God has made us, our brain, our minds, we're capable of receiving, processing, and even storing just tons of information. So a careless attitude toward our thought life is devastating. Now, I want you to think about that. The Bible says here in verse 15, meditate on these things. What things? Well, he says right here on those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen. In other words, he says, I want you to meditate upon these. What does that mean? Think biblically. Think biblically. God's truth. So if we're going to think biblically, we must think on God's truth, and we're going to have to cultivate truth. Look at verse 14. The Bible says, neglect not. So it's easy to neglect things. We, all, we do it all the time. And one of the greatest things we do that neglect or one of the worst things we can do in neglecting our minds. It's so easy for us to neglect what has been sown in our minds and in our hearts. Uh, thorns of the world will choke them out. But we must cultivate the soil, cultivate our heart, the soil of our hearts. Why? To grow, to, to mature, to continue. Now, I know sometimes cultivating is definitely boring. Cultivating is hard work, especially the physical realm of it. You know, nobody likes pulling weeds. Nobody likes tilling up the ground. It takes a lot of work, but you got to do that to get the soil ready. You got to stir up the ground. And that's exactly what the Lord is telling us here with our minds. We have to cultivate truth. We've got to constantly be in a constant state of stirring our mind up with truth, with truth. See, each week, uh, your pastor, maybe your Sunday school teacher, uh, even as you read your Bible personally, the Holy Spirit guides you. But what did? But what do we do with it? See, when we receive truth, I think about all the messages that I've ever heard, the messages I've ever preached, all of the truth that I've heard through a Sunday school class or even sitting in a Bible college class. See, my responsibility is what am I doing with it? What are we doing with that truth? And if we don't stir it up, See, our responsibility is to keep our hearts so we can flourish and produce uh, 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 God's honoring, and, and he'll, he'll produce the results. But we, we must cultivate truth. In other words, we have to stir this up. That's what he told this young man, this young preacher. He said, you must stir up this gift. 
stir up. And so we must cultivate the truth. And then I want you to notice we need to contemplate truth. Look at verse 14. The Bible says meditate on. Now, meditation is a lost art today. Um, Think about it. Thinking is the hardest work there is which is probably the reason so few people engage in it. That's what Henry Ford said many years ago. Now think about that. Thinking is the hardest thing there is, which is probably why or the reason so few people engage in it. It's the hardest work when you have to think, when you have to think, when you meditate. So I want you to think. I think is the most over-exaggerated expression, really, uh, when we talk about, um, you know, ideas and thoughts, what I think. Well, look, we need to know what God says. We must meditate upon the truth. See, here here it is. Truth conquers fear. If we have the right kind of fear of God, then we will not have fear of man. We meditate upon God's word. What does it do? We combat that fear with truth. So many things in my life that when we think about and so many things in your life, when we think about them, they, it brings us distress. It brings us discouragement. It brings, uh, we think, disaster. But see what we do when we meditate on God's truth. It does the opposite. God's word will direct your thoughts towards the Lord. And by the way, he's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the conqueror. We have nothing to fear in him. And so we're always, if we're contemplating truth, if we're contemplating on that promise, sometimes a promise will get me through a day. Sometimes a promise will get me through a long night. Just contemplating, meditating upon a truth. My life verse is Psalm 61 too. That's my life verse. Uh, I was sitting in a college chapel many, many years ago, 21 years of age, struggling in my life. And there was a preacher that was there preaching in chapel, and he was he was preaching out of Psalm 62, but he, he didn't really read the verse that I was wanting him to read, or he wasn't reading. I was kind of looking at something else. And, boy, that, that verse just popped out at me. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I thought, no matter how overwhelmed we get, how discouraged we get, we can always go to the Lord. He's always higher than our problem. He's always more than our need. He's always able. He's abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And so claim a promise. Meditate upon a promise from God's word. So if we have a biblical mindset, we're going to contemplate truth. Hey, we're going to cultivate truth. But then lastly today, we should consume truth. Now, verse 14 says very clearly here, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy. But then notice this. It says, give thyself wholly to them in verse 15. Holy to them. Give thyself wholly to them. D.L. Moody said this, I never saw a useful Christian who was not a student of the Bible. Think of that. Now, I didn't say that. D.L. Moody said that. I never saw a useful Christian who was not a student of the Bible. See, we're a student of a lot of things today, but we should be a student of the Bible. We should be consumed with it. We should be consumed with truth. Uh, The Bible tells us in Psalm 119, thy word is a very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. Do you love his word today? Think about it. We ought to consume truth. Now, I'm from West Virginia. And by the way, if you're consumed with something, normally people know it because they can smell it on you. 
right? If you've eaten something, they can smell it. In West Virginia, and I know there's many of you listening today, uh, probably the podcast, you're from West Virginia, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, and maybe in other parts of the country, but definitely in West Virginia, there's a thing called a ramp. They grow in the spring. Uh, They're a wild onion. They're like a wild onion, but I'm telling you, they are good. But the thing about ramps is when you eat ramps, everybody around you knows you've eaten them. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Uh, we had a family at our church in West Virginia, and they loved them. I mean, they would they would cook ramps so many different ways, and then they would they learned to freeze dry them. And so then they would sprinkle like those dried ramps all over their pizza or whatever they were eating. And man, I'm telling you what, you could walk in the back of the church. The moment you hit that building, I knew that that family had been eating ramps. You could just smell it. And, you know, if, if you know if you're in West Virginia, you, you were consuming ramps and you got out there in the heat and you were sweating or you were mowing the grass, you could smell those ramps, I mean, in your sweat. I mean, they're just strong. And if you don't believe me, then you look it up on Google, I promise you. Talk to any West Virginia mountaineer. They'll tell you ramps. People love ramps. They have big ramp cook cook-offs. They have ramp feasts all the time in the spring in West Virginia, but I can promise you this. If someone has been consuming ramps, you know it. Here's my thought. If you've been consuming the Bible, people know it. There's my thought. They know if you've been consuming the Bible, you are going to be consumed with the word of God. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I've ate a few ramps in my day, but I can promise you this. We ought to all as Christians be consumed by the truth of God's word. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.